Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Mouth Sword Ministries. I'm your host, Timothy Aaron, and I'm joined with Rhonda Kay. Rhonda Kay, thank you. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for another day you've given us of life, health, and strength, food, clothing, shelter, mercy, and grace. We just ask that you continue to bless us like you have and to um, put on our minds whatever it is you would have us to say, dear Heavenly Father, so that we can uh, reach the people like only you can reach the people. These things we ask in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Mouth Sword End Time Marriage Podcast Controversial Christian Discussions. It's time to reconsider. Let's talk. End times, rapture, great tribulation, wrath of God, second coming of Jesus, marriage, adultery, divorce, and much, much more. Okay, uh, like I said earlier, my name is Timothy Aaron. And uh, if you have any questions or comments or you want to talk about any subject in particular, you can reach us at T. Aaron at thiefinthenightministries.com. That's T. Aaron at thiefinthenightministries.com. I hope you have been enjoying the episodes and I hope it, it has been challenging you to study the word of God for yourself so that you can um, uh, just get in the word and get better because I believe studying the word of God is a lifelong process. You never master it. I think the Bible has so much truth in it that, uh, you know, it's it takes more than a lifetime to probably even crack the surface. So um, <coughs> that's what I want to say today. You know, I just want to talk about why this ministry is so important to me because I believe that there is power of God out there that we are leaving on the table. And um, so it has been motivating me over the course of my life to try to get in God's word and discover his truth more and more and more. And, um, and when um, that's your goal, you know, you want to follow the truth wherever it might lead you even if it's going to lead you down a path that's not very popular. You know, you cannot afford to be politically correct, you know, or always try to say the right thing or, or be with popular opinion. You know, you got to be willing to just follow what the word teaches and, and try to get a good understanding. Uh, Solomon said, with all thy getting, you get understanding and, you know, that's what it's about. You know, it's about beating the devil. And you're not going to beat the devil uh, with tradition. You're not going to beat the devil uh, trying to fit in with people. Because if you had everybody on your side, it's still not enough to beat the devil if you don't have God, if you don't have Jesus. So that's what this ministry is about. Just trying to trying to find out uh you know, what it is that Jesus wants from us, what what his word is really teaching. And um and not not like I said, not get caught up in political correctness. So um it's easy sometimes to wanna say what most people wanna hear. You know, like um like the rapture for instance, you know, most people don't want to believe that they're gonna go through the great tribulation if they're Christian. And so it's easier for, 
you know, a minister or, or, or a ministry or a pastor or a teacher to say, oh, no, we're going to be raptured and taken out of the way first before the Great Tribulation. You know, because that's what people want to hear, itching ears. They want to hear a comfortable gospel. But following Christ ain't always going to be comfortable. You know, I think about uh, Jacob in the Bible. Not uh, Joseph, actually. Joseph, when he uh, interpreted the dream. And uh, he talked about how there was going to be seven years of plenty followed by seven years of famine. And the people at the time had to go through both. They was able to go through the seven years of plenty, followed by the seven years of lack and famine. And so, uh, and I think about Daniel, you know, how he was uh, thrown in the lion's den. And and uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, how they were thrown in the fiery furnace. So these are all examples of great tribulation that God's people go through. So... To be consistent with the scripture, you know, it's not going to be any different in the end time. You know, God's people are going to have three and a half years of great revival, followed by three and a half years of great tribulation. And then the rapture takes place at the end. So we don't want to get caught up in saying what we think people want to hear. Let's just tell people the truth. You know, let's tell people the truth so people can prepare. You know, that's how it was uh, once again with Joseph, you know, because he was able to see the truth and interpret the dream and get a true understanding. The people were able to prepare and save and get ready for the time of famine and for the time of lack. So, you know, it don't help nobody out, you know, when you want to compromise and when you want to say what people want to hear versus what people need to know. And um, so that's kind of what this ministry is about, just trying to get down to the truth of the matter, because I believe there's power in truth. You know, you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. So, you know, if you want to just, you know, hear what people got to say, that's not necessarily true, but it sounds good to say that's not going to make you free. You know, only what Jesus teaches is is where the power is uh, on Christ the solid rock I stand all other ground is seeking sand you know that song is based on um, Matthew I believe chapter 7 when Jesus says if you follow my words he said I will liken you unto a wise man who built his house upon a rock so that when the storms came and the winds blew that house stood he said, but if you don't follow my words, I will liken you unto a foolish man who built his house upon the sand. And when the storms came and the winds blew, uh, that house collapsed. And great was the collapsing of that house, he said. So it's important for us <coughs> not to want to compromise, not to want to doctor up the word of God, you know. It's, it's not only good, but it's a very dangerous thing because you lead people down the wrong path and, and you can waste people's lives, their whole life, going down the wrong path. Um, uh, Proverbs chapter 30 said it like this. I believe it's verse 5. He says, uh, for the word of the Lord is pure, 
it is a shield unto them that put their trust in it. Add not to his word, lest he reprove you and you be found a liar. So God is going to classify everybody who adds to his word as a liar. Whether you are a minister, uh, a Sunday school teacher, a pastor, a bishop, an elder, whoever you are. If you make it a habit of adding to God's word, he's going to classify you as a liar. And then John goes on to say all liars will have their part in the lake of fire. So it's not a really good thing to add to God's word, to compromise God's word, to try to fix up God's word to fit today's times, uh, to fit today's standards, to fit today's traditions. Jesus says your tradition has caused the word of God to be of none effect, to, to, to be non-effective. So you can't allow tradition, culture, uh, political correctness, popular opinion, none of these things to get in the way of what thus saith the Lord. So with all of that being said, that's, that's just what I wanted to put out there. I wanted to share this with the people. This is where I'm coming from. Uh, I just want to speak my mind and try to uh, talk about the Bible the best I can. And hopefully some of my listeners out there will contact the ministry by email, send questions, comments, because iron sharpens iron and we can get better together. And maybe together we can discover, you know, a more richer and a more powerful power of God. Amen. Amen. All right.